Good morning, afternoon, night, whenever the hell you listen to us. This is Drunk Discussions. I'm Paul. I have Connery as well today. Your normal crew, ready to knock some back and talk news, conspiracy, history, whatever you like. I'm drinking on some Rowan's Creek, Cre- uh, Creek. Rowan's Creek bourbon. I did not uh, stray too far. Only one week off. Connery, what uh, what are you drinking on? I'm not drinking Rowan's Queef, but I am drinking on. <laughs> Uh, I actually have shots, so I will be drinking on a vodka, lime, and um, peach, vodka, lime, peach uh, shot mixture. And I have it in my little Thor sippy cup, and uh, I'm going to be drinking that many shots. So however many that is going to be, and they're thick boys. They it, Now I'm looking at the actual consistency of it. It is close to a male excretion. Uh, so that's pretty gross now. But anyways, uh, how was your week, Paul? How's your week? Um, it's it's pretty good. It went by a lot faster than I expected. Um, I did absolutely smash the shit out of my thumb this week, so that's about to be a dead ass fingernail. You know how that's like. Yeah, got to be careful putting it in a bum. It'll get infected. Ooh. All right. So I guess we have a lot to cover today, guys. Um, we have some crazy fun topics. Some that you guys sent in. Obviously, ones that are breaking news that we'd like to discuss today. So we're gonna get a little drunk. Let's um hold on. You you pour it, but for starters, while you're Let's doing drink, that, um, you never asked me how my week was. Oh, Dick. how was your week, buddy? I'm sorry. Yeah, it was cool. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> no, I also um, we we have some hot, fresh, juicy merch over Ooh. at Streamlabs. You can fi- go to our Facebook. You'll find every piece there. We drop three new designs, and a lot of heart, a lot of soul went into these designs. Um, they're dope. They are not just a logo. They're actual T-shirt designs. I do have to say they are pretty sweet. Um, we have some people already getting Juicy. some. I'm getting some. And I think we were talking about maybe doing another another live Connery auction, you know, giveaway, raffle. Yes. So um, I know we got people <laughs> that merch bussing, Logan says in chat. Um, we we have we have a goal, right? So we've got a few thousand listeners over our podcast um, across, you know, Spotify, Google, all of that. But um, and Apple Podcasts is running in at third, so that's nice. Uh, but our Twitch channel is slowly growing. So if we are going to go ahead and do a live merch, um, every single one of our Twitch subscribers will be automatically entered into the drawing. And we're not going to do the drawing until we hit 50 subscribers. That's 50. We're at 32, 33 now. So get in while you can on the Twitch. All you got to do is subscribe. You don't have to watch us live. Get in on that um, subscription and you'll be entered into the drawing. Uh, and look, if it goes over 50, we are going to do it. We'll announce the date that we will pull the live drawing. Um, and we'll just, you know, pick like five off the top for the t-shirts, maybe some other type of gear. Uh, but I got to hit that 50 mark. If it goes to a hundred, 2000, whoop de do that works. Um, get in while the <laughs> iron's hot. No big deal. Just break in the ceiling or anything. Yeah. Get in while the iron's hot. Uh, but I'll let you take over, buddy. Oh, uh, with that. I say cheers. Let's roll that intro. What happened was we were, we got caught up in a drunk discussion and then he burned the bacon. Well, we talk about everything and know nothing. You know what I mean? So it's, it kind of seems like a win-win-win. Here's Gerald. Come <laughs> everybody, I'm dead. <laughs> Just draw a dick on it. It's not offensive. It's a dick. Everyone's got a dick nowadays. Dude, tell me more, because I don't know anything about it. Oh, a flapper's a 1920s dancer, you motherfucker. Um, 
Got a lot of bagels. I like my bagels. Chug 30. Cheers. Salute. I mean, this shit's free, right? Monday morning. Time on in. Discussions. And we are back. Uh, guys, thank you again so much for watching, listening, whenever you do. Um, so what do you got to talk about, Paul? Ooh, we got a list today. We'll start off with some interesting news that has broken over the weekend in the last couple of weeks coming. Um, for those of you that might live under a rock or in a pineapple under the sea, uh, there is... <laughs> I don't laugh at that. It's, it's a bad joke. There is a Russian warship that was scheduled to do its, uh, its launch date was uh, February 4th, and it was scheduled to go through the Britain Strait, escorted by NATO, and then down and around Europe into uh, uh, Africa. So it's doing this all huge tour of this brand new warship that they designed. Uh, it's carrying, this is what they said, uh, Putin's hypersonic missiles. So it's got these new hypersonic missiles on the Gorvachok, Gorvachek, whatever you want to say. I'm terrible at Russian. And something interesting happened yesterday. Uh, instead of going south to Africa, it took a right turn and is on a direct course with the United States. It is in international water, so it is not necessarily a crisis yet by any means. But as of now, it is on a direct path and not what it was scheduled to do. And that is heading straight to us. I think on a similar and scary uh, fact, there is actually a... Uh, I'm going to pronounce this terribly wrong as well. Uh, Vishya class, uh, Vishya class surveillance ship from Russia off the coast of Hawaii. So we now have two Russian ships on each coast, one carrying nuclear weapons. Um, so, so that's definitely a kind of a Cold War feeling uh, that many of our older generation is probably used to hearing. Yeah, you know, casually dropping it off of a podcast, our old listeners listening to it. Uh, so right. these are Russian warships. They are in international waters. When does that international like line end when you get close to the U.S.? Is it like 10 miles? Yeah, it's like 10 miles off the coast. And from what they're guessing and under or, or understanding is that this ship is go ships are going to pretty much hit that line. They're going right up to it uh, with a show of force, in a sense. Uh, to the United States. Uh, there was also, over the past weekend, um, transmissions going back and forth about Russia saying that the uh, Abrams and the tanks that we are dropping off, along with some fighter jets uh, and other NATO countries are chipping in as well with these weapons, mostly the U.S., but other NATO countries as well. Uh, now Russia is saying that that is an act of war and that is breaking that NATO treatment uh, or contract, whatever you say, and that they're really they're pushing the envelope so i mean what do you think are, are we going to retaliate another show of force kind of or is this going to be like okay come fucking flex dude i think it's more or less just a flex because you got to think they're going against the world superpower of the water right nobody else is beating us when it comes to the, the water when it comes to ships no um, one is. nobody can come close multiple countries combined can't come close to our force in the water so I don't think that's a big deal. I'm sure there's submarines, maybe, that we don't know about near those ships, though. So that could be something, because uh, Russia's been big on submarines in the past, right? Oh, yeah. So they have uh, multiple different class or Visha classes. So like we have different classes for ours. Like for our submarines, we have an Ohio class, which is funny, because I'm in Ohio. 
But regardless, those different classifications is what break down the levels of weaponry and surveillance and technology on those pieces of machinery. So every single ship and aircraft has different classes for them. Um, and our best is an Ohio-class sub. Theirs is a Vishnya. I'm totally Vishnya. pronouncing that wrong. Vishnya. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, I don't know. I think they're fucking morons for doing it. But when you were talking about all this, and then we were talking about the size of the U.S. when it comes to the military force in the water, let's be honest. U.S. taxpayer dollars go to these ships. I think there should be a drawing on each piece of like military equipment that's out there. It's a U.S. citizen. The name of that piece of machinery well, is named after u.s citizen usually they're after a state when it comes to a large carrier uh submarines are after i think admirals mm -hmm. like each ship is named after something uh whether it be a president or a general there's always someone and something it's named after like, like president um not president fucking captain gandalf of the uss enterprise right I'm so disappointed. <laughs> what captain gandalf <laughs> yeah just let's throw in everything wrong in that sentence um, yeah. But no, like there's just different classifications, and I guess this uh, Vishnya class is the top of the line. This is their their creme de la creme, their flagship uh, that you you would say that they just released. And we literally, were, I guess, were able to watch this leave port and said and follow it in open waters. So like we know where it's at, and we knew instantly when it changed course. So like they already had a preset course, and they already veered from that course. I don't, I, I just, I can't see why they would do that. I, I, is Russia that stupid? Apparently they just want to have a, a two front war. It's like, you know, they didn't learn anything from World War II and seeing what happened to Germany. Yeah, I mean, well, why they have it, they have the hypersonic missiles, and if they were to shoot them from Russia over here, easily interceptable. Now you're getting into, a, that is kind of the risky side. Like, what if... If they launch a few missiles off of that, minutes. they're guaranteed to hit less less than minutes. If you think about this, they're all, they're going to be off the coast, uh, about ten to twelve miles off the coast, uh, perpendicular with DC. So like they could level DC or New York in so, seconds, Moscow. literally like thirty to forty five seconds. Listen to me, Moscow. I know we've got some listeners there. Um, aim for like none of us because we no, don't want a war. <laughs> no, if you're going to aim for us, aim for like. Orlando, uh, that's a good place. Uh, optimal damage there. Uh, and then make sure that it correlates with the dates I'm there. Uh, no. I think the thing, the thing is, is uh, the, the U.S. has released uh, cities and areas with large infrastructure that Russia and other foreign diplomats and countries deem us as vulnerable. Um, you know what city is number nine on that list? New York, Columbus, Ohio. You guys are pretty vulnerable. Yes. So we had, it was very surprising to see Columbus, Ohio on that list. Um, but regardless, they, that list has been released multiple times. I could probably pull it up. You pull that list up and I, I just had one of those stupid Connery thoughts. Imagine, right? We do end up going into a war, which starting to feel more and more inevitable as time goes on. But do you think like, Disney, both on California and in Florida, decides to say, you know what, let's go ahead and get some of those anti-missile launchers, um, you know, those trackers that shoot them down. What if they just install them at their parks? Wouldn't that be kind of cool? Um, why, though? 
I don't know, imagine you're on like the Hulk, right? In Universal Studios and you're like cruising in on that and all of a sudden you start hearing explosions and you're like, whoa, they added this to the ride. And then you look up and you just see just flying across the sky and just shooting down missiles. Dramatic. And I'm pretty sure they're getting rid of the Hulk there because didn't Disney buy Marvel? So like they can't have Marvel themed rides and now that we're getting to rides apparently at orlando i feel bad for that them down there but uh, i have the list so along with you know columbus we have washington dc new york chicago san francisco los angeles houston uh we have new orleans which is kind of surprising i'm guessing maybe because of nuclear i think they have a nuclear um facility in that area or near there and i don't know why this is on there either jacksonville florida Oh, that's pretty north. Uh, no, that would make sense. But at the same time, it wouldn't. You'd think they'd go to like Panama City or something, hit Rickenbacker. Oh, well, again, they're looking Rickenbackers up here. Wrong, wrong, wrong port. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Kindle. Yeah. So the thing is, is, there's more than that. Those are just major cities. But they, they list it and they have a breakdown of ones that are red, ones that are blue, and then they have triangles. Uh, ones that are red are for infrastructure, triangles are for. Uh, power and blue are for I can barely read that can't read that <laughs> the blue ones are another dot for something else but regardless probably there is a list communications yeah probably telecommunications but there is a list of cities and it was very surprising to see that um, um let's have a shot real quick let's yeah, have let's... a shot real quick because it, it brings me it brings into what could be considered more or less conspiracy side of things because mm. all of these attacks on our power or uh, power infrastructure, right? Do you think those are coordinated attacks that could possibly have ties into Russia? So I don't know what's going on with that. Cause I mean, some of them are just some good old boys that are just shooting guns at fucking transformers out there in the middle of nowhere. Um, I guarantee it, but possible. I wouldn't hold it out of the realm of possibility that Russia and other countries do have a, percentage of influence or people that they have over here i don't care what you say it, it could be any country i mean we're relatively when it comes to getting work visas and everything else not that hard um so i'm not going to say it's out of the realm of possibility definitely um, possible shit now we're going off to another tangent because you brought that up i'm in that mood you know you wake up from a nap you hear one thing and your your mind goes that direction you know what i'm saying anyway alcohol does that for most of us you know how the the new proposed tax um coming through where everything is a 30% across the board and they just yes. get rid of income tax. and a bunch Yeah, we of talked about that stuff. last podcast, actually. There was a thought behind that. And the thought is if every single person just spending is paying the same amount in taxes, right? You get rid of the IRS. You don't need them anymore. Uh, filing taxes isn't necessary anymore. Then wouldn't technically citizenship be pointless too other than voting like you everyone that comes in here would be paying the same amount of taxes anyways as u.s well, citizens so citizenship is more than just taxes and your right to vote it's also the rights that you're given as a u.s citizen which we have some more than other countries and less than other countries so i mean it's more than just that that's also that perk as well like you're once you're a citizen you can you know pretty much say what you want to an extent you know freedom of speech you have the right to bear arms. You can purchase firearms. Uh, other countries don't have that option. So, I mean, there's more to it than just that. But yes, the, the great liberty is that we have the right to vote. And, you know, you also have the option to join up for selective service. Oh, option. Yeah. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> yeah. <didn't they> just... 
I think they got rid of that option. <laughs> well, it's still implicated. It's not gone, but we've never used we haven't used the draft since Nam. So does that mean women aren't citizens? Um because they got rid of the selective service thing. form? You would that is a touchy subject, and I would say <laughs> oh. they are oh. definitely citizens. But women's rights are definitely infringed upon more so in our modern time than we've experienced ever before. And it's crazy. Um, Especially since Roe v. Wade being overturned, which exactly. I can't believe. The thought of, I, I had coitus with my wife and conceived a child with more rights than when she was born. Yes. That's crazy. Right. Anyways. Uh, let's, yeah, let's get yeah. back on to this. Tangent. So back to the destroyer and cr spying Russians. Um, do you think Putin is kind of at a wit's end, like at a, a last straw in a sense? He's in a, a war that is lasting way longer and financially more crippling than they expect. You finish building a multi-billion dollar ship um, that off the, off the assembly line is technically outdated than our class, you know, destroyers and ships. And now he's trying to do a show of force by showing off this new ship with so-called, quote-unquote, hypersonic missiles that are un, in a world of its cl a class of its own, sorry, in a class of its own. But again, we've never seen the testing of these missiles. This could just be him blowing absolute smoke. You mean like he did with his ground troops? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and all of the weapons they had, like literally everything they had. Training. Yeah. Um, they were trained really well to die. And I hate to say it like that because they are people and Realistically, they were just being told what to do, uh, which is sad. Uh, I mean, then right. again, every U.S. soldier does the same thing. Um, but at least with a U.S. soldier, you know what you sign up for, and to an extent, you kind of know what you're doing. They, yeah. they were told it's just, just a training exercise, 100%, and then that when they started this war, majority of these troops had, uh, Russian troops had no idea what they were getting into. Right. It's just like, um, well, it's because of their media. Right, everyone back home were like, "Oh no, Nazis are back," um, and and I, uh, the oh, fuck, what was it? It was like a few months ago. I was talking to this guy over in Russia, and he was like, "Oh, I do uh, computer security." I don't. I'm not going to try to do his accent. It was very <laughs> thick. Uh, he was like, "I do cons computer security." Um, you know, Ukraine's at fault. It's a bunch of Nazis. All of this, and I'm like, "Wait a second. And everyone else in the server that was talking with this guy were like, "Wait a second. You believe this?" And we, we, were, we were genuine asking him, what have you been told? Um, I probably shouldn't have even said how you we were to talking say, to him. It doesn't matter. You, no one knows his name. His name is not divulged, so he's not at risk. Yes. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but anyways, we were talking to this guy, and he went into great detail about what he's being told. And I was like, all right, I'm going to share my screen. Look at this. And he was like, this is all wrong. This isn't what I've been told. I was like, no, dude. So like, much for not doing the accent. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm getting tipsy. Uh, so I showed him it. And he was like, well, that's because it's US. And I was like, you're right. You're absolutely right. Let me go ahead and do this. So I went ahead and I um, changed my VPN over to an IP over in China. And I was like, they have the same media that's showing what's going on right now. And he was like, okay, that's weird. I was like, exactly. Right. You are obviously being lied to. And he was like, I'm scared. I was like, I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> like, hey, welcome to the Great Awakening 2023, baby. Um, <laughs> anyways, um, yeah, so they're obviously being lied to. But then again, so are we about a lot of things. Um, a lot of things. 
Um, right. Well, I don't think Black any Hawk of us know. Vanguard. We don't. None of us really know the full truth and the full extent of this. Um, but regardless, it's a show of force, and we've done it to them. Right. And the, I, I, I'm scared to where this tit for tat uh, actions are going to lead us. Um, well, I can tell you this: World War Four will be fought with sticks and stones. We've been saying that, though. We've been saying I don't think we would ever get to the point of actually using. I hope. Okay, I don't. I hope we don't get to the point of actually using um, nuclear warheads, right? Um, but there's other types of, of missiles in, in the forms of being able to use in war. You know, you have uh, Scud missiles, you have uh, interballistic missiles. There's all kinds of different things that Moab. we can, that are, yeah, MOABs that can be used. Um, and the, 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 I guess the real scary thing is, is, is this just, you think this is just like back in the Cuban Missile Crisis days where it's just, again, them trying to show force? And it's going to be another Cold War situation. But since they're already at war, do you think this is a worse situation now than then? I think if you look at the whole aspect of how much money is being spent, right? And you look at who's involved in it. You have a country that last time they were involved in supplying tanks to Russia, they were very much hated upon. And now... They are looked at as a hero for allowing the leopard tanks to be released because they're the ones that produced them, right? Hold on a second. You have all of these countries that are investing billions of dollars, some of which is being embezzled in other directions, right? We, we, that's every war. You have all of this money to the point that the U.S. has now hit a crippling debt ceiling. Like, fuck civilians, fuck people in the military. What, I'm not saying that like as me. I'm just saying like, good luck with your paychecks. Um, you've had a countries do this. I think there's a reason for that. And I don't think it is to start getting involved in the war. I think it's to hurry up and get this the fuck over because they know Putin is reaching his last straws and he's about to do something really stupid. Or another so country like, that's supporting him is about to do something stupid. So in a sense, do you think we're just poking the bear? Um, I think the bear has been poked since we started sending troops over there to vo as volunteers. Um, right. I think it's been poked since um, there was the accidental explosion in Poland from Ukraine um, because that really put tensions really, really high. This leopard tank thing that we're doing where Germany's producing these tanks, sending it over there, the U.S. is um, sending over there. What's what? It's not the leopard tanks. What do Abrams. We Abrams. We're sending our Abrams over there, which are technologically the most advanced tank in warfare we're sending those over there and we're oh, training them how to use them. we're sending f-22 raptors we're sending uh you know f-16s we're sending so many air support as well and then not just us you have britain you have germany you have all of these nato countries doing the same um so i think they're we're going to either see we're going to see two things right we're going to see russia crippled and then them either take a final goodbye and withdraw and realize that this is above them and that financially they can't do it. Or Putin, like you said, might hit a breaking point and do something absolutely stupid and crazy. I just one thing I really hope I don't see. And because I know for a fact the Russians are still being lied to is I hope they don't launch a counteroffensive. Right now, everything's essentially just been defensive, right? You come over here, you're going to fucking die. I really hope they don't say, let's go ahead and give Russia freedom, air quotes, and decide to start going into their territory. Because you know for a fact now, citizens are being lied to. They're going to end up 
in the crosshairs on accident. And I mean, that's the sad reality of war. They're already Ukrainian citizens are already in the crosshairs. Well, yes. And that's obvious. That's why the defensive has been going on as long as it has and how many people have been involved with it. But NATO's technically now involved in this. The fact Germany, Poland, all of these countries have provided these uh, military equipment to them. It's it's NATO's now involved. There's no question about it. And they've even admitted, yeah, no, we're involved in this war. Um, So that essentially means all countries a part of NATO are now involved. Right. And I guess we're just going to have to play it playing out and see. But either way, you guys are going to definitely be hearing more of this throughout the week. Um, It was breaking over the weekend. Obviously, the one in Hawaii has been ongoing for the last couple of weeks. But this is brand new uh, info for this weekend. So keep up to date check in on everything um and we definitely will be filling you in once we find out more as well hey peggleman just followed us thank you for following us peggleman uh, uh, i see uh on our schedule here so that you have something you would like to talk about oh yes 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 so we all know who putin is right and we know what putin's favorite favorite makeup is eyeliner uh mixed with Glitter. Um, and the reason glitter? why... Yeah, glitter? Glitter. Glitter. Oh, glitter. Not, oh, not, okay. not clitter. Glitter. No, I, I heard litter. Like, yeah, let's just litter. Fine. So, out of New Jersey, out of all places, exists two corporations that don't exist anywhere in the world. Can you guess what that is? Glitter, obviously. Yeah, already obviously. Said glitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is weird, right? You're like... Wouldn't glitter be kind of like a China production? No. You'd think. Literally all glitter produced in the world comes out of New Jersey. All of it. All of it. It is so locked down, kept in key, nobody knows who their main main purchaser of it is. Nobody knows anything about it other than a company named Glitter X who owns this com- uh, one of the companies. I don't have the other one listed right now. I only pulled up Glitter X because somebody went into Glitter X to do an interview with them and said, right. hey, um, I want to get to know it. What There's a shortage. They're like, well, technically, yes, but no. But they're buying a lot of it. And she's uh, the interviewer. Um, and this was done on the New York Times. was like, well, what? Wh- wh- who's purchasing all this? And she laughed. She was like, oh, I can't tell you that. And she's like, well, do you know who it is? And she's like, of course I do. And then just left the conversation. It is so kept shut who the main purchaser of glitter is. Why? I know who it is. I know who, who it is. It's who? Elton John. No. <laughs> like, and there were some things that I learned about that. Like a major glitter um, use, user, consumer is boat companies and painting companies. Right. It's in everything. It's obviously in cars, the finishes, but so is toothpaste. And here's one you probably did not know about. There are many uses of glitters, quote from the article, researchers and zookeepers even mix glitter into animal feed to track animals through their sparkly poop due to its static properties and how difficult it is to remove. Glitter has also been used as um, crime scene evidence. Uh, the number one glitter consumer, though, is a complete secret. When a reporter asked Glitter X who the biggest in the market is, their lips were completely sealed and the representative was not allowed to say a word because they don't want anyone to know that glitter is in their product. So who's using glitter and doesn't want to tell anyone about it? That's crazy to think about. Do you think it's like, you wouldn't think it would be in food or anything, but it's possible in drinks. I've seen shimmery drinks where they like, 
you tilt it upside down and it's all shiny and glittery looking? Well, now that's a good question, right? So where does, if you live in a city, where does your poop go? Um, to the, you know, water treatment, waste treatment facility. Okay. So let's say this is an example, and this is a far stretch example, but it would make sense. I just gave you the example of tracing animal poop, right? Tracing right. which type of animals are where based off of what's fed. What if they're doing the same thing with humans? Um, Wouldn't our ship be glittery though? Well, if you're doing it on a micro scale of it, which you would if you're doing large scale studies, yeah. But also at the same time, say, and and this is this is a far stretch. Do not hold this against me. But it just popped into my head. This entire <laughs> conversation. The alcohol might be helping. It's fine. The same thing they did with crack, right? In the seventies and eight, or in the eighties, where the FBI introduced crack into uh, darker communities. Um, to not only do a kill off of them, you, you, it all happened. We all know it happened. Um, what if they're doing the same thing with tracking a certain group of people and how large of a group of people is based off of glitter quantity in poop? I feel like that would still be difficult. As of someone who has had the awful luxury of touring a water treatment facility in a waste treatment facility. <laughs> You're like, hey, I'd like to just volunteer for a tour. How the fuck do you it, even get involved? It was stupid. It was like back in the career center days and stuff. And like, it was a day to get off of school and go on a fucking tour. I don't know. But regardless, I toured that. Dude, they come in and yeah, cheers to shit. Wait, hey, cheers. Hey, cheers. Cheers. To glitter poo. Mm. We're going to start getting into this. Uh, oh, fuck. Yeah, we're already. Oh, that is spicy. Oh, not spicy. Why, why is it spicy? That lime juice. I did not get that correct. But regardless, as someone that has had the, the terrible luxury of smelling that and seeing it, you have to realize the, the infrastructure that we have in at least cities and suburbs uh, is, is grid, right? It's all grid-wise, and it runs into a mainline sewer system directly to the uh, you know, waste treatment facility uh, where it comes in large pipes, and then it's going to be churned, and then it's going to be... Uh, put in like these large va vases and vases where then it separates physically and they can separate between water and solids. And it, it's a whole process. And I just don't see them having the revenue and resources to literally separate human shit. Okay, here's another one somebody commented six days ago because this is a relatively fresh topic, uh, just like the poop I had a few hours ago. <laughs> Damn it, you beat me to it. Yeah, it's not the only thing I'll beat off faster. Uh, <laughs> weird I'm sorry. Uh, so somebody commented, Hummin, Hummin 801 said, DARPA buying it and injecting it into the upper atmosphere for weather control and advanced communications technology. So glitter is, oh, I should probably, you know, preface all of that that I've already said with glitter. What is glitter? Um, glitter is made of tiny sheets of thin plastic or foil that is often covered in a layer of aluminum. Uh, a substance called aluminum polythane uh, trepethylate, although the craft glitter is made of metal and glass. Um, so metal is conductive, right? So you have a conductive spread out um, decomposing at a rate of a, th a, a thousand years. It's a long-lasting metal substance that it could essentially be put down to anywhere. Now, obviously, there's three different types, right? You have one with aluminum, one with... Uh, uh, I guess it's all aluminum. Yeah, never mind. Oh, you so have maybe one it could be type of glitter. <laughs> one type of glitter, but one's made with. You have two. You have one that's made with plastic, 
and another one that's made with foil or i guess one made with glass too so, technically regardless either way we're going back to the shit topic of this both of those would be standing up in in feces and, and going through that process because it's either plastic or metal and both of them are easily decomposable but again the, there's a lot of not just uh, you know in ohio but there are a lot of states and regions of those states that use human feces for agriculture um a fun fact for you you're from morrow county morrow county uh actually is one of the states that has a percentage i think it's 30 percent of fertilizer in their fields is human feces uh, so if you're driving by on a summer day and it smells absolutely like shit, it's because they literally just sprayed shit. Uh, human shit. Human shit. Uh, 30% of it. 30% of it is In Morrow County. Still. In Morrow County. They are one of the counties that allow that. You know what 100% of that shit is, right? Meth. No. <laughs> I, I was going to say your family. What? Like, <laughs> like, where are you going with this? Uh, uh, no, they actually... So if it's Morrow County, that means it's coming from a city area, which is probably going to be Mount Gilead or... Cardington, right? Cardington, yeah. Because where my family lives, they're on a septic tank. They don't yeah, have... Oh, yeah, yeah, I get that. No. I mean, where I'm at now, you've been to my house, that's septic. I'm not even but on city. Then again, I think like two farmers own a majority of Morrow County, right? Um, right, and I probably. know both of them. Uh, no, I know both of them. They own hundreds of acres. Um, it's probably their families. It's just their family shit. Which well, it's more than that because they have like they thirty need, kids. Like it got approved and passed through legislation to do this, uh, not only to cut the cost of fertilizer in that county, uh, but to help weight, re uh, you know, total weight. Can what is the word I'm looking for? storage i guess uh, their, their their systems were getting too full because they're outdated so the easiest way is to hey this is good fertilizer let's just spread just it out buy there it from somebody yeah. that shits so uh, regardless if we did yeah. that right wouldn't you just see fields of, of glitter if they weren't really in our shit though i don't well, I know mean, if it's manufacturers of food let me say that i there's think luxury a... beaches though that buy glitter and put it in right. the sand Right. And you don't know that. It just, it just, you're like, oh, wow, this beach is so much nicer than the rest. You know, a fucking place that does that? Siesta Key. Siesta Key puts glitter in their sandy beaches, and that sand is stark fucking white. It is beautiful. But you, there's, you don't know there's glitter in it. Right. You have yeah. no idea. Now, how is that environmentally friendly or safe? Is my question. You're on a beach ah. that's fed into the water. How does the EPA not absolutely lose their shit over this? Because you would think they would legally have to divulge the information like most companies on their largest, you know, purchaser. Well, then it's probably not sand. Be, uh, you know, I'm saying uh, what if it's government affiliated? Well, the number one, uh, and, and that's why DARPA makes sense. You know, they could be injecting it into the atmosphere. I don't know. Think about it. If, if we're only taking it off of a small slice of tracking, right? Right. It could be used for tracking purposes. I guess it could be used for some type of electrical style, but tracking makes the most sense, right? Say you have a certain type of metal or say you have a certain type of um, color, right? Involved in the glitter and you inject that into the atmosphere and you're able to, oh, I had an idea. What? Say it is a certain type of metal and you do, you inject a static atmosphere uh, you, you're involved with like static interference, static atmosphere. You could detect people traveling outside of different territories where that glitter has been sprayed. Go on. 
Well, think about it like this. So you have, um, say it is a aluminum-based product, right? You're able to detect small levels of aluminum in the sky. Say that um, you, you go ahead, you, get, you fly a plane over, you just spray off all this uh, mini, tiny, microscopic pieces of aluminum uh, onto a, a city, right? People that are outside walking, people maybe doing military drills, say you do it over Area 51, um, you do it on equipment, you do it on um, a bunch of different devices. And then you're able to put a, um, I, I would imagine, metal in the sky would be huge on... Um, uh, Where are you going with this? Sonar. 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 Yeah, not sonar. Uh, I don't know. Radar? Radio? A radio wave interference of some sort, right? And then you're able to detect where certain devices go. Problem is, is I don't think, I think radio waves and radio usage is limited. Sort of like a trail, to, right? But I think it's limited for what we're using in today. Today now, like we use it for our cars and we use it for listening, you know, to radios and in the military for communication. But we have other forms of communications for our total infrastructure like they're that if they went to do it to just like cripple that one thing is what you're saying or are you saying for like them to track us because that's i don't know regardless i think i it don't could know be used it could be used for a crippling sense because if you put enough metal in the air wouldn't that mess with radio waves yeah but i, don't know, I feel like it would also mess with i don't know breathing yeah but then again i don't think a lot of people fucking care how their breathing is going you're right <laughs> they have the chem drills yeah, Kim, well, uh, you, you got vapors, smokers. Yeah, uh, I mean, fuck, even the U.S. government itself has tested nuclear bombs on the country, and they've seen the effects of radioactivity from it, right? Uh, right. That's we still have and sites out in Nevada that we've done that. Exactly. So, so into the ocean. But again, my thing is, I don't know. I feel like that's a stretch. So right, that they're putting it in our food. Let me just say that. I'll say the food thing's a stretch. I think the food thing might be a stretch. I, I could see the use of it in a country where you're wanting to absolutely decimate a radio signal from getting out for a short period of time. I think that's possible. While it's falling, it doesn't travel far. Radio waves don't travel far. I don't know. I could be so, making, I'm obviously pulling this out of my ass, but it kind of makes sense. My question, you said that the, there's a shortage, right? There's a shortage of glitter. Mm -hmm. um, and that these two major companies in New Jersey are the sole proprietor in a sense of this industry. And right. there's a shortage, but they're both made out of relatively obtainable materials. We have aluminum or aluminum. We have also aluminum that we have, we're collecting for recycling. So there's not already an existing amount here. Then there's a, an income or flux of new as well. So we have new aluminum and used aluminum that we, they could use. On top of that, you said plastics. Don't think we're running out of plastics anytime soon either. So how is there a shortage when we have the raw materials? That means a company has bought a huge amount of it. So how is glitter made is kind of a good thing to inform the listeners about. So it was first created in the 1940s on a farm located in New Jersey by a gentleman named Henry Rushman. He was very experienced in precision cutting and noticed that the cutting machine that he invented, <clears throat> sorry, uh, to cut developed glossy photo prints occasionally stuttered and deposited cell cellulose paper, which was called schnibbles. It's like my last name. Uh, do not say that. <laughs> I'm calling uh, you Schnibbles now. Come on, Schnibbles. 
Uh, Rushman went on to invent a machine to call glitter schnibbles from plastic scrap. The glitter produced was used as a side business that could help support farms operating costs for breeding and milking uh, Gersney cows. However, this turned into its own company called Meadowbrook in, uh, Innovations. Glitter wasn't brought to the public sphere until Christmas time in 1940s New York City when the glitter was encouraged in lieu of Christmas candles during World War II. Um, there are two main companies. Both are located in New Jersey. New Jersey. The first original Meadowbrook Innovations, who they are a very private company, according to email correspondence with the New York Times. The second company is GlitterX. So the company wasn't even allowed to release its name to New York Times. They said, hey, we'll interview, but you're not allowed to fucking talk about us. Um, the biggest glitter users, again, they thought was going to be... Um, yeah, Cosmet anyways, animal cosmetics, boot. probably cosmetics, uh, not even cosmetics, not even cosmetics, because that's on a small scale. You look at paint, you look at toothpaste, you look at all those different. things. And speaking of which, you think people would be concerned about their health? There's fucking glitter in your toothpaste, motherfuckers. Like all toothpaste has it. Yeah, but you're not swallowing toothpaste. There's fluoride in it, for fuck's sake. You're supposed to brush your teeth and rinse. Do you swallow your to... toothpaste, Connery? I mean, like there's residue. No. You're not supposed to swallow your toothpaste, dude. It's delicious. Unless you have like the child-proof fluoride-free. You should not, people, you should not be swallowing your toothpaste. Fluoride, fluoride isn't glitter. Fluoride ain't glitter. It's just a poison toxin that I ingest in my body every once in a while. There is something that's funny here. Some people uh, think that the boat building industry and that glitter is incorporated into the boats with the suggestion that the industry doesn't want the consumer to know as it may hurt its masculine image. I doubt it's that. I highly doubt it's that. Regardless, people, there is a glitter shortage. So prepare yourself for all of your makeups and your boats to not be so shiny. And for our, all of our strippers out there, just stock up on a year supply. You'll be just fine. What's that, like $5? You'll be all right. We'll see. I mean, apparently it's going to be going up like everything else in this world. But let me ask you. We'll get on to the next topic here since we're going to get off of the glitter conspiracy. Okay. Do you know a lot about the Earth's core? I don't think anyone knows anything about the Earth's core other than it's hot, possibly. So, yes, we all have been told that there is a core, a mantle, and a crust, right? That's what we were taught in school. Um, reality is we have no fucking idea. This is all a theory. No one has drilled to the middle of the Earth. This is all based on vulcan vulcanologists and equators and, and taking magma and lava and doing tests with it. And the tests that we have give us the theory that there is a core, a mantle, and a crust. Now, new research that is highly scrutinized and being argued at this very minute the Earth's core, right, that is a solid, right, everyone thinks it's liquid. No, no, this core is so dense, it is solid of molten iron and, and these metals, uh, has stopped rotating and is moving in the opposite direction. I did see something about that, but they say it's yes. like, what, every 70 years or something? 70 years or so, right? Um, right. But the problem is, is it usually stops. Well, cheers to that. Wait, 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 hold on a second. Hold on a second. Let me pour my drink real quick. Pour your drink. Then... Pour your drink. Take your shot. Yeah, let's cheers. Mm. So usually it stops and slows down and then continues the rotation. It usually does not do a opposite of rotation and direction, a change of direction. They are saying that this is now changing direction. 
when you dig in deeper to this information, uh, and you can see they actually released the tests, and there, there you can see the seismic activity, the vol, you know, the volcano testing. They released this information that it is not necessarily completely stopped. It slowed down to match the speed of the mantle, and it's moving at a slower pace compared to our mantle, like it's preparing to flip. So some people are arguing that it has flipped already. Some are saying it hasn't. All right, so what was 70 years ago? 1950s? Uh, what was good in the 1950s? World War II? I don't know about good, but that happened. And in, in World War II ended in 1945. 50s was more Korea. Oh, yeah, the Korean War. Okay, so... <laughs> I, has there any negative repercussions to the course slowing down? I mean, what happened? No, no. I mean, from the studying that we've done already, it's done it before, right? So people, if they see this information, it is misleading. It is just to hype you, right? Like, oh my God, the Earth's core has stopped rotation. We're going to die. No, some people are seeing that the poles are going to flip. We are due for that, but that is not the reason. We are already in the midst of a magnetic pole shift. It's not going to be like, day after tomorrow or, or 2012 where it just instantly happens and there's carnage. This is something that is a, a long, a prolonged process. So over this, you know, next 60 to 150 years, the core will change directions. The magnetic poles will flip. It will not be end all be all carnage. Okay. It's more of a protection field to the earth itself. Now, if the core does do this and our poles do flip we will experience changes in climate which we already are um so the idea um that we potentially could have another ice age is usually what happens when we have an ice age we have a change in climate and all dead ass serious we have a change in climate and our poles switch uh every time we've had a major cataclysmic ice age it's the literally the earth cooling itself right uh, it does this as a defense mechanism in itself to help keep it alive because a lot of people believe the earth is one, li it's living, right? Um, so, I mean, you could take it or leave it. Again, these are all just theories. We have no definitive proof. No, 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 Paul. We do have definitive proof. In 2003, the cult classic movie, The Core, was released. I and they said. You. The core, when it stops rotating, the Earth's magnetic field ceases to exist, and everyone will fucking die. Right. Hell, the size of basketball happens. But that's that's if the core stopped completely and then cooled, like the Earth's sensor started cooling. Yeah, all life on Earth would die. But this isn't doing that. This is just matching the speed of the mantle, and it's at a pivotal point to change direction. Doesn't mean it will. Right. Well... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. okay. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, like, what's the worst that can happen then? Ice the worst age? that can happen is we have a major ice age, or in a polar opposite, is that we do, and it, it's like a gets worse before it gets better. So if it get the worst possible outcome is if these poles do flip and our core just switch, and we experience a change in climate to a drastic level <clears throat> where we get even hotter temperatures than we're normally seeing now, but then the Earth will be like, all right, I'm too hot, I need to cool off, and when it will cause itself to go into an ice age. But we are due. We have been, I mean, multiple volcanologists, multiple, um, what's the word I'm looking for? People that study weather and climate, whatever. Those people. Climatologists, um, uh, archaeologists, geologists. Uh, no, those are all study of rocks and shit. But regardless, there, many of them are saying that we are overdue for an ice age. And seeing the climate change that we're having now, which 
is affected by us to an extent. I will say that. Uh, can we can see draft drastic change because of this core? And I'm, oh. I guess my my biggest thing is like you were saying. There's a lot of I wouldn't say misinformation, but there is like scare tactics, like to grab your attention. Like, oh my god, the Earth's core has stopped. We're all gonna die. Like, no, that's. No. Yeah, they tried that with the fucking moon, right? So what? Do you remember the past seven years? Every single time there's a, something different with the moon, they're like, oh my god, the moon. It's because nobody cares about it. They're, they're like, let's try to reach headlines by putting something drastic on a title, and then right. inside the actual article itself, it's like, eh, nothing's going to happen. Just like the asteroid coming between Earth and the moon. I tell you what, I fucking have been watching a lot of fucking movies about asteroids like Greenland with um, uh, uh, God, he is a heartthrob. What's uh fuck? What's his name? Jake Gyllenhaal. I don't know. No, he's. <laughs> I'm just he throwing out names. Asteroid movie. Um, I've not seen a lot of asteroid movies. To be fair. Fuck. What, what did I just say? Greenland from 2000. Like, what do you want here? Uh, uh, I should probably type in Greenland movie, huh? Uh, yeah, you should uh, probably do that. Gerald Butler. That's the name. Gerald. Yeah, Gerard. Isn't it Gerard yeah. Butler? Sure. I don't know that guy. Great movie. Holy shit, though. The first asteroid hit Tampa, and I would have been dead. Oh yeah, no. If, if if an asteroid that size does, but this is this is the size of a van. It'll be burned up to mere nothingness before it even impacts the ground. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So but... again, the way there we're, we're trying to let you guys realize and show you to not freak out over this, right? I've had a lot of people like, oh, messaging me like the world's gonna die. You should talk about this on your next podcast. Like, yeah, we'll talk about it. It's not gonna happen that fast. It just will not happen like that. Clarify, guys, for everything. The world is not going to die. Humanity will cease to exist. The world's still going to be here. No, oh, yeah. Unless the world decides, hey, I'm done, poof, it explodes, and then the world's not here anymore. You know, that's a different story. But I feel like the world will continue rotating just as it has, or rotate in a different direction just as it has. And nothing's going to happen except we will cease to exist. Is it going to be in our lifetime? Or we will continue existing and live and adapt like we have for thousands of years. Right. Or we don't. Or we don't. Yeah. Yeah, If not, this is the last podcast and sayonara. Yeah. You know what? Uh, If this is our last last podcast, I'd like to say uh, buy our merch so I can buy my bunker. Right. (laughs) Right. Put it above ground because you can't put it below ground where I live because, you know, water. So we have one more topic. Or do we want to save that for next week and we continue this? Look, we got a little bit of time. Let's hit it. Okay. Let's slap so this, this is, bitch. We're going to slap it. And this is another con- controversial conspiracy that we've had a lot of people ask us on. We've t- tiptoed and dabbled our toes in it to it before. But we're tip-toe going to... through the window. Oh Sorry. But regardless, should we have another do, shot? We should before we get into this. All right, yeah. let's have another shot. Let me turn this real quick. Prost. Prost. Cheers. Mm. Okay. So controversial, right? Um, we've talked about 9/11 before. Okay. Many people have. There are so many conspiracy theories. You're like theories around not right around 9/11. That's still too soon. Too. It's, yeah. Still too soon. No. There's just so many theories on and conspiracy theories on this date. So we're going to break it down uh, just for one section. We're going to talk about the Pentagon. Recently, uh, within the last couple of weeks, there has been multiple hackers and, that have released footage from surrounding buildings and including 
other gates. We've seen the main one gate that they were released and they keep it up, but there's been other footage that now multiple platforms are trying to remove it and take it down or ban it um, because, I mean, blatantly, I'll just say it, and, and other people are arguing, but it doesn't look like a plane hits the Pentagon. So as a little bit of backstory. What's um, it look like, Paul? What's it look like? Well, hold on. We'll, we'll, we'll get there, right? We'll get there. So on September 11th, um, a plane hit, two planes hit the trade centers. One crashed in the field of Pennsylvania and one hit the Pentagon is what we were told, right? Um, and now more information is coming out on it. So when the plane first hit or a so-called plane hit, there was a video before the actual entrance hole before it collapsed. You usually can't find those pictures. They have been kind of scrubbed into the point where now all you see is the collapse of the Pentagon. Uh, when the original hole was released and the photographers were there to take pictures of the Pentagon, the hole was 12 feet tall and it went through the whole center of the Pentagon where it interacted at and it was on the ground. It didn't come from above. It came perpendicular from the ground hit a hole, blew a 12-foot-tall hole, 150 meters, or what, what? Perpendicular to the earth? Or, sorry, horizontal. Like, oh, okay, so parallel, parallel to the sorry. earth. Parallel yeah. words. Parallel like, to the earth. Straight down, just straight down. No, uh, parallel to the earth and landed. Okay. During an interview, uh, one of the newscasters, uh, they were asking, like, how did this plane do this? How was it hijacked? And he said, uh, right now we're looking into it. There is no evidence of a plane. And then the reporters are like, there's, it's definitely a plane. It's all over the news. And then the person from the government was like, um, I've surveyed this site already. There, we'll get back to you. There is no uh, images or debris of a plane. That was, he was then later removed afterwards, and they replaced it with someone else. So not only do you have a 12-foot crater into the side of our hole, into the side of the Pentagon, you then have no fragments or debris from a crash. So then it collapsed, right? So now you don't have this crater anymore, and it looks like the whole side of the building collapsed, and it looks like it would span that size because the specs of a Boeing 747-200, right, is that's what it was, the length of it is 131 feet with a wingspan of 195 feet with a tail height height of 65 feet tall. 12 feet, Twelve feet was the original hole, and you can still see it. And you can go onto some sites where you see the brick and it through, and it is twelve feet and twelve feet by twenty-five, and it is around one hundred and five inches in. So it's not. So you're telling me the Pentagon? You think the Pentagon's like a vagina? You get you get railed by something massive, and it's only twelve feet. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. Well, then it collapsed, and everyone made it more believable, like it was. But so you have no debris, and you have a hole that doesn't meet the parameters of a plane. So now we have new video of what looks like. I'm not saying it is. This is all an opinion, and we don't know. No one really knows the answer. Everyone's arguing. What looks like a Scud missile, not a plane, a Scud missile, flying parallel to the ground and striking the Pentagon. Pentagon. Yeah. So, well, I mean, even from on. the... Even Here's from the, the footage part. that was released, you didn't have like computers, you didn't have papers everywhere, you didn't have any of that shit. It's like they evacuated that area knowing something was going to Exactly. And then on top of that, someone on the internet, praise the internet, broke down the camera frame from that, you know, camera recording on the gate and on from the, the surrounding building. The plane 
would have had to have been doing almost 1,600 miles per hour perpendicular, yeah. parallel to the ground in order to miss the frame rates of that camera. You see the very beginning nose, white, long-gated nose, trail. So you sent me that video, and I watched yeah. it, and I was like, it kind of looks like a plane, but it doesn't look like a 107-foot plane. It looked like a Cessna. No. And it's not. It, it looks small, and it moved it fucking fast. quick. Well, the yeah. new release video shows an overhead view, and I'm trying to find it because it was literally released and leaked, and everywhere has been removing it. There's no wings. It looks huh? like a long fuselage, right? A longer yeah. fuselage with no wings. It looks well, like I mean, a Scud missile. I the mean, video that is what people you are saying. Me, the video you sent me, I want to go watch it before we started this podcast just so I could talk about it. It's already gone. Gone. That video you sent me, I can't find it anywhere. Like, I went to the link. It said, oh, this has been removed. Yep. I was like, okay, that's fucking weird. And then, but I remember watching the video. And when I watched the video, I was like, no, dude, that kind of looks like a small plane. Because right. at the same time, it looked like, just from my view, moving at 20 feet above ground, moving yes. perfectly parallel to the ground. Right. And I don't and know about you. It's it weirder. It gets weirder. Here's some more info, right? Okay. 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 So. There is a trail, a fume trail, correct? A very white fume trail coming off the end of this object before it hits the Pentagon. Right. Rockets or missiles use different fuel than jet fuel. Correct. They use a high carbon kerosene compared to jet fuel, which, which burns is... a white streak when released. Okay, so hear okay. me out on this one. So we're talking about one thing. We're just talking about the Pentagon. We're not talking about the field where a plane went down. We're not talking not about nothing the Twin Towers. Well, we are going to talk a little bit on 93 because that did have an impact on the ground and there was large amounts of debris at Correct. higher impact. And that came from a straight down collision to make a crater, right? So it impacted at almost like a 45 degree and did a flip and crashed into this field. And Prater we're not talking. Debris. We're not. We're not talking about how the people who own the twin towers bought a better. We're not doing. That's coverage. a whole different, whole different okay. thing. Okay. This one is just the Pentagon. So you're telling me that a plane going at this high speed, a forty, a seven forty-seven, right? At this one is saying a thirty-eight degree angle, a parallel to the ground, struck the Pentagon, right? And they show the angle and everything. The problem is in the video, it's a direct hit. It's not at an angle. No, it was a 100% direct hit above direct the ground. Yes. And, and it looks like, it, and it's not something that you're like, let me give you a visual. When I saw the video Paul sent me, it wasn't something like a plane swooped down and immediately was parallel to the ground in a perfect maneuver right into a building, right? It wasn't a video like, or it was like that, sorry. It wasn't a video like a plane was aiming down at like a 45 degree angle down to this right. building. Which it you would was, think an untrained terrorist who took a hold of a plane hostage with a box knife right that's what we're told with a box right. knife was able to control this plane and then crash it into the pentagon at that looked, angle not happening it looked like somebody took something that was on a direct highway and was flying above that highway right into a building like it was perfectly parallel to the ground maybe 15 feet off the ground but it looked like a cessna it wasn't a large plane as described but as a of cessna what doesn't go at that speed no and the now <laughs> the aerial release doesn't show any wings it literally it looks like a scud missile so my next thing right on to wait, this, wait 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 yes. wait 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 so coming from a guy who specializes in marketing right i do a lot right. of content creation 
If their security cameras were running at two frames a second, it would make sense. Probably right. wasn't happening, right? Security right. cameras are probably running at about 24 frames a second. And at 24 frames a second, you should be able to break down per frame the movement of that and then dis, um, use math to track each frame and how fast that object is moving between each frame. This oh. object literally within two frames was there gone. It was yeah. right off the, the map. Front, you saw the back end and the trail and then boom, explosion. Yeah. Um, so it's hard. Like I'm saying, this is all you know, your conspiracy hats on, your tin hats, whatever you want to call it. Um, but things aren't adding up, especially when now we're having these so-called whistleblowers and hackers coming out, getting information that was deemed classified or not suitable for public eyes, releasing it, everyone's seeing it, and now we're removing it. We're, we're taking it off. Uh, it almost looks, it just makes it look more suspicious. I think it, but, I think it should be released right now. I really do. Because right. we're willing to put on the news the Tyree Nichols videos. We should be willing to put the truth of 9-11 out there. Right. And well, here's, it gets crazier. Okay. So when they originally released the information on 9-11 and the fuel, and when, when that plane was captured, it was already in the air. It did a U-turn. Pretty much it was going south. Did a U-turn, went north to go towards the Pentagon. So it already used how a little a little over half its fuel, right? And the average 747 has around 52,000 gallons of fuel, right? It's a lot of gallons. Right. We were already told that it did this, it turned around, it used half its fuel. So you're cutting that in half naturally. And then you're having a plane that is in length 231 feet long with a wingspan of 190 feet long with a tail height of 63 feet tall that we're told with this much fuel did that a little amount of damage because in all honesty it did not in comparison to the rest of the 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 debris and crashes on that day it did very little and least amount of people were harmed on that so i have been saying a cessna and the reason for that is you're looking at an object that's 25 30 feet in length and wingspan of like 25 30 feet it is small compared to what paul is talking about right now like a cessna is very small i've flown in one i I damn near threw up but anyways right the video i I can no longer find right yeah that's a small fucking vehicle and then i've had some people right they're like well that's the tail height okay the cab right the cab width the width alone is 25 feet so you're telling me that this information that Yes, does not go hole. into 25 feet. Does not compute. No, and not math to mention the thing. explosion hit the wall and went out the back side because the Pentagon is hollow in the center. There is a courtyard. It went through one side, blew out the other side. Uh, what was a the hole on, on the outside or, or, or the inside? Similar, it, the same. Is this, it was a perfect diameter circle, 12 foot diameter circle, through it until it collapsed. And okay, they tried so, to remove multiple. Here's this is the best part. Multiple cameramen were removed from the premises after this, before the before the collapse, and then their cameras were confiscated. After the collapse, all media was welcome. Okay, so this is drunk discussions. This is where yes. two friends get together. We get drunk. I'm drunk. Um and discuss things, right? Drunk discussions. That's the epitome of it. Paul, what are your thoughts? Like, let's take away what we've seen. Why would they put, air quotes, 
a missile into the Pentagon. What's the all, what's the ulterior, uh, ulterior motive to this? What's your thoughts on that? There's just so many multiple routes. That's why people look at it as a theory. No, no. What's your, what's your thoughts? That's it's okay. us, dude. My personal thoughts. I don't think it was a terrorist. I don't think it was a terrorist. I think it was a more deeply sinister plan. Um, especially when not just on this situation of this day, but other situations or other incidents on that day aren't lining up, whether it be the twin towers or 93, it doesn't line up. Uh, there is multiple conspiracy theories because at the same time, three months prior to this, to, you know, this horrendous day, the United States military purchased four Boeing 747s. Okay, so you're you're saying that they put in, and it probably wasn't robot controlled, right? It wasn't well, something that's the that next. Was... That's the next thing I was getting to. Oh, were you in giggity two, fucker? <laughs> in, in 1999, in the early 2000s, there was oh, the a Y2K. flight contingency plan that was invented and used throughout U.S. airlines, where in case of a hijacking, the cockpit of the plane would be remotely shut off and immediately controlled and this was in 2000 and i did not know about this until i looked it up what it was an already <laughs> existing plan for contingencies why did you even... fucking no, no, no. say about this come on what are you listen, talking about listen to me listen, more Linda, listen, even Linda. worse even worse on this exact day this is actually public records and i need to find the article public records that not even 20 miles from the pentagon there was an air um what is the word I'm looking for? Reenactment, not reenactment. In, um, an air. It's like where you out there having a res no, Renaissance festival no. of 9/11. I know, <laughs> I know, but um, no, it's a, a training exercise. They were having an aerial training exercise where they just happened to practice airlines being hijacked, but they were coming from the ocean overseas, going to America. So the idea was to go out and shoot them down. It just so happens that the fighters that would be have scrambled to go to these planes during this situation just happened to be over the Atlantic while it was taking place. All right, let's, let's take all everything you've just said, right? right. Quit, I think it, it, quit it, quoting it, what you've read, Paul, and right. what's your personal thoughts on this? Okay, my personal thoughts are our government has lied to us many a time, and they've oh, done no sinister shit. things. And I think they've done things that are absolutely heinous and that they would never want to get out. Um, I think there are too many coincidences, <laughs> too many coincidences on that day for there not to be some type of agenda. Let me say that, or a play, a foul play, in a sense. Too many things around the World Trade Centers, around 93, all, too many things happened in a coincidence type or time frame for people not to question it. You can't just have the military buy four 747s, and then, then two months later, four 747s are used on the public. So um, all four planes I'm that were involved that were 747s. All four planes. Okay. And here, here's the, the weirder part. Um, I'm not taking away that there was not death on that. I'm not saying that. Um, I'm just saying the government has done very shady things and if they wanted a large insurance claim or a reason to go to war or countries they want to control they could paint out an incident or scenario 
whatever the way they want. They have the means to do it. And the fact that they're hiding this, these videos on multiple, you know, situations on that day, it's just a red flag. It's alarming. And it, I mean, I'm not saying one thing or another, and I'm not going to on this day. I just think people need to hear information, whether it be whatever side, just information in general on that day, and then they can draw their own conclusion. So I have a gentleman I've worked with, and I'm not saying his name, um, but he was a firefighter at 9-11, and he was there to help with cleanup. He was there to help with a lot of th things. And I asked him, this was three years ago when I knew him. Um, he's no longer with the company I'm with, but anyways, I asked him, I was like, what did you guys see as far as wreckage? And he was like, nothing. It was bodies and it was rubble. And that that's in regards to the Twin Towers, right? He was right. in New York the day the Twin Towers are a whole with it. different slew. And we're going to probably have people blowing up our inboxes for us to talk about that as well as a whole separate segment. We'll, we'll, get, get, we'll get around to that. But at we'll the same time, the fact you showed me the video that you showed me and I was able to watch it, but now I'm not able to, that's, that's concerning in itself, right? Like, right. why the fuck is this shit gone? Right. The moment I, a day after I watch it. It's gone. Right. Because it was really not suitable for our eyes, which is censorship. That's bullshit. It's a, it's a form I, of censorship. Literally live last night, I watched Tyree Nichols get the absolute fuck beat out of him and scream to his mother. The audio and everything. Four different cameras. And by the way, police brutality is definitely a thing. This it race is. on race shit, I'm not going to touch base on. I'm not allowed to. It's not my touchment. But... The fact they're willing to release stuff like that, they should definitely release what we just have been talking Saw. about. Yeah. Exactly. And the video you, you showed me, yeah, no. Looking at it, I do not see CGI. I do not see an a, a amateur person no. editing a video. I see actual footage. I put it through AI generation, and I was like, no, it's not detecting anything. There is no it's manipulation. Real footage of the that footage was leaked. and then i was like okay let's go ahead and watch it before i you know start talking about it in a podcast it was gone yeah. which is crazy i'm like okay obviously and something's being touched. The, the things just do not line up they don't yeah. line up there's too many things that don't line up with that day and I, again we're talking specifically on the pentagon um and again you can go on and see the angle that they estimate the plane came in at and everything and again, it just doesn't line up with the video what, shot. What was the uh, estimate of what the plane came in at? So it came in at, and it says it came in. So you have, you know, surrounding landscape came in directly at a like 72 degree angle, pulled up, came parallel to the ground, but then struck the Pentagon at a 46 degree angle. So it no, wasn't that's... straight on. It hit it at an angle. From the video you showed me? No. I know. It For does two frames. not line up at all. For two frames, that fucker was completely parallel, which means if you're if you're breaking it down on a per second basis, I don't want to do the math right now. Which yeah, they I don't want to do the math right now. There's no way. Absolutely no way. No. Like I said, based on the length of a plane and the angles that it came in at, they 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 have mathematically took that footage and said there's no plane that size that they're saying on that day that could have done that speed and that little amount of damage. We just got a question um, from 
chaotic. Uh, what does the AI say about it? And uh, that's a great question. That's a great question. Um, AI is technically trained off of what's available to the public. Um, it usually looks for it. imperfections as if when you put it through something to yeah. see if it's been altered by any means. Like if you go into a uh, specific photo and you enter like, say you have an Instagram model and you put it through this AI scanner for, you know, look specifically looking for altercations, they can pinpoint, hey, her waist has been tapered so, or the background or whatever. Same example, thing with this. If I was to take a photo of, of me flexing in a mirror, right? And I decide to draw on a six pack, uh, which by the way, I kind of already got, you know? No, Shut I'm up. kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, if I was to do anything to adjust that photo in any ways, whether that be adjusting the um, tint of it or anything like that, it will say, okay, this has been adjusted in this way. Now, if it comes down to a scale of, say you take a video and then you overlay an object in that, maybe you overlay some smoke, you overlay some debris, whatever, uh, it will go ahead and say, okay, um, it, and, and it will break it down in like a purple characteristics of where things have been adjusted on the original photo or video, and it will show you what's been altered, um, whether that be things warped, scaled, zoomed in on, it will adjust that. Uh, when I ask AI what it's about, it's not going to tell me anything because it's been trained not to say on anything that's been um, adjusted in a conspiracy sense. It always gives you that annotation of, hey, by the way, all this is hush-hush, it's conspiracy, we don't condone this type of deal. Um, and, and the reason why I know that is because I am literally using it to produce a product right now, and it's, it's back and forth a lot with it. Um, so I've, I've played with the limits of it. But AI video and um, uh, photography detection is very, very good at seeing where things have been changed. Um, and the video Paul sent me has not been changed. I have the video saved to my computer, but I wanted to see if that link was still there. It's no longer there. I have the video. I'm not going to use it for anything. Mr. Government, Mrs. Government. Um, I don't want to be suicided. Look, I don't want to be Clinton. Yep. What can I say? You know, I'm happy. uh, very happy. I look, I'm in a great marriage. Uh, nobody hates me. Uh, that we know of Paul. Uh, <laughs> no. but with that being said, we leave yeah. the rest of it up to you guys. If you want us to talk more on this topic, do a deeper dive on anything, please reach out to us on all of our platforms. Like Connery said before and earlier today, we got brand new merch. It's awesome. It's cool. It's layered. It's comfortable. It's better than on the, the platform we were before. It was, what's it called again? Uh, so we originally on Redbubble and then Streamlabs has a, a service. So I just ordered one of the shirts for myself. I'll let you know how it fits, but it is that I have specifically chosen the product base for men. Um, and the reason why, hear me out, like, 7% of our viewership is women. I will be more than happy to create a woman shirt. Um, and I probably will after this numbers podcast. up. Yeah, we yeah, got to yeah, get yeah. them women numbers up, guys. So yeah, spread the word. Girls. Yeah, spread yeah. the word. Tell everyone we're trying to grow. We're growing already on Spotify, on Apple. We're trying to get Twitch. So go ahead and follow us and subscribe to us on Twitch. Let's grow it. And if you do, and you're one of those, uh, those lucky few, we will be giving away free merch. So tell everyone.
Uh, I will make a G string for uh, exotic G uh, string specific, but guys, thank you so much for listening to drunk discussions podcast. You guys can find us every single Monday at 6am. We release it across everywhere. Podcasts can be found That's Spotify, Apple, Google. Uh, there's others out there. Uh, you can also watch us and join in every single Saturday at 6 p.m. where we're live. Uh, I do believe Paul's going to be disappearing for a vacation, so we vacation. are going to have vacation. Yeah, we're probably going to have a guest or two uh, involved with that. I will still be involved with it. Uh, but guys, thank you so much for listening to Drunk Discussions podcast. With all that being said, peace. Wow.